You're listening to Speaking Stellar Girl with Terry Tkachuk, an interview series that inspires women to live their most stellar life. Terry is the co-founder of the Stellar Girl movement, and she is sitting down with women all over the world to hear about the key moments in their lives and how they live boldly, compassionately, and ultimately became a stellar girl. Welcome to Speaking Stellar Girl. I'm your host, Terry Tkachuk, and I am thrilled to have Veronica Mudra joining me today. Veronica is a women's rights advocate, a TEDx women's speaker, and the founder and CEO of, women, of White Ribbon USA um, in the United States, um, a campaign against domestic violence towards women and girls. In 2013, she immigrated to the U.S. as a refugee under the Domestic Violence Protection Program and since has initiated multiple public awareness campaigns in the U.S. against domestic violence towards women. In 2017, she also advocated in the Parliament of Ukraine for the criminalization of domestic violence. So we have so much to talk about, Veronica, and um, welcome. Privit, dobre deng. Uh, oh my god thank you so much for having me at your talk show and i really appreciate you speaking ukrainian and um i know that you are from canada and it's so amazing because from one side there are so many ukrainians in canada that's the one of the largest diasporas of ukrainians in the world but from the other side the white ribbon movement was originated in Canada and it, it, it comes from Canada and it was uh, founded in Toronto in Canada. So I'm like very thrilled to be um, at your talk show today. Well, thank you so much. Um, my great grandparents immigrated from uh, Ukraine, from Kiev as well um, as did you and, and your son. Um, so we can dive into that, but I, I am, I need to practice my Ukrainian. Um, so I, I appreciate you. <laughs> You're doing great. You're I, doing great. <laughs> I, I know a few words. Uh, a few words here and there. But you also yeah. speak uh, many languages as well. I do. I do speak uh, Russian, Ukrainian, Hebrew, because I used to live in Israel myself. And I speak English and German and a little bit Italian. So. Oh. That's phenomenal. Well, you can get around just about everywhere um, to with all those languages that you speak. But let's dive into your work um, with White Ribbon because that is something that um, I feel that women are scared to talk about their public safety, about their personal safety. Um, and um, tell me how you got involved in the organization. So I'm, as you can see, I'm wearing a white ribbon myself. And this is an international global symbol of activism against domestic violence towards women and girls. So White Ribbon was founded in 1991 in Toronto in Canada uh, as a response of men against domestic violence towards women. Because in 1989, as you know, there was a tragedy in Montreal University uh, when 14 uh, women were gunshot by a man with mental disorders, but his anger was caused by uh, feminism, and he accused those women in being feminists. So after that tragedy happened, a group of men um, decided to be more vocal about it, 
and uh, organized a civic society movement called White Ribbon. And now um, after 30 years, it got spread all over the world and we have offices in more than 63 countries. So I am a domestic violence uh, survivor myself and I um, immigrated to the United States in 2012. At that moment um, in Ukraine, domestic violence was not a, a criminal act because there was no law that was recognizing domestic violence as a criminal act. Without a, a law uh, there, I couldn't protect my basic human rights and uh, basic human rights of my child. So I asked for asylum in the United States and I was granted an asylum under domestic violence protection program. And you and your son came to the United States in 2012 or 2013? Yes. And how old is your son? Now he's nine years old and um, he was born um, in Israel in 2011. So at that uh, time, uh, he was very, very young. So um, basically, I was single mom, mm -hmm. uh, an immigrant, and I was just uh, uh, new in the country. It was extremely difficult. I had no idea how to protect my rights. I just knew that I couldn't tolerate um, the situation that I was experienced in Ukraine, that I experienced in Ukraine. I knew that I couldn't protect my basic rights. And I knew that I need to get away to find a better future for me and my child. So um, I was introduced uh, to the White Ribbon by a friend of mine from Poland. She is a human rights activist and um, she recommended me to um, get in touch with some international human rights protection uh, organizations. And uh, she offered me actually to take over white ribbon organization in Ukraine because she uh, was living in Poland and she couldn't manage uh, activity in both countries. So basically I, happened so that I took over the management of a white ribbon nonprofit organization in Ukraine. And that's how I started to be involved uh, with the white ribbon. And so you were back in Ukraine in 2017 with the, in the parliament? Yes. Uh, so I had to go back to Ukraine in order to protect my child from uh, his violent father who was trying to take him away from the United States of America back to Ukraine. And that was the moment when I got um, uh, familiar with the international law that is called the Hague Convention that was adopted 30 years ago in Hague and was never changed since. And this convention relates to uh, international uh, child custody disputes, but uh, this convention does not recognize domestic violence as a grave risk to a child. And in, and in any moment, a child can be taken away from caring mother to violent father. In 99%, that is the situation. So when we speak about um, uh, violent parent, in, when we speak about the Hague Convention, Unfortunately, the cases are uh, at, at most uh, when uh, abusive fathers are trying to take uh, children from caring mothers. 
So that's when I had to go back to Ukraine in order to make my story public and in order to keep my child in safety in the United States. And that that's why I uh, appealed to all members of parliament um, with my story. I was asking for help myself and I came out public with my story. And that's, that was the starting moment for the white ribbon in Ukraine to be more widespread as well. And um, I wrote more than 800 letters to members of parliament, to uh, president, to president's administration, to mayor of Kiev, Klitschko, to um, multiple governmental organizations asking for help because I was already granted asylum in the United States and my kid was like in danger of being taken of away back to Ukraine. So I had to do it. And I, uh, so I would just went there, made my story public, I became very vocal about it because I know a lot of times domestic violence victims, especially women, afraid to be public and vocal about it. Yes, yes, that is because that is... very often we, we are afraid for our children. Of course, you're afraid of and your... and yeah, and that that is the moment that stop stops a lot of women to come out publicly and to protect their rights because they're afraid that the situation can be worse, that the, their kids can be taken away. And, um, but I had no choice just to do it very public. And um, my initiative uh, of White Ribbon in Ukraine was supported by all members of parliament. We also supported the new law that was voted same year in 2017. So according to new law, domestic violence is a crime in Ukraine. The law became effective only in 2019. That is, it is incredible that it's taken that long. Um, your story is is commendable, extraordinary, and like most mothers, you will do anything for your for their children and um, and what you did for for David. And um, I appreciate you telling us the story today. That is that is extraordinary. Um, I, I I would like to discuss a little bit also about you as a, um, how did you get involved in the TEDx uh, women's speaking? Oh, um, so I have a mentor. She's also a head of advisory board of the White Ribbon USA, uh, Marina Masovetsky. She is uh, originally from Slovenia and she is a talent manager for more than 30 years in Hollywood. So she mostly represents uh, talents. Uh, artists, models, singers who are transferring to film industry. Okay. And when I, when uh, we met uh, in LA, she just started to mentor me as a women rights activist. And she um, uh, basically was promoting me as a public speaker and she uh, just ha is helping me all the way through and having such a powerful uh, a knowledgeable woman um, in my team. I'm, I'm very grateful for it. So I was I was invited by TEDx Women in Italy uh, due to her efforts, and uh, she also helps me to communicate with um, uh, media in the United States uh, to get the uh, white ribbon story out there. Um, and the speech that I gave in um, in Italy it was in Modena. 
in Modena, the uh, audience um, was mostly male audience. Okay. Uh, those are people who work in, in Ferrari and Maserati factories. Really? And, uh, yeah, and uh, Modena is known in the world as a place, as a um, motherland of uh, Ferraris and Maseratis. So wow. there are mostly men working in um, those facilities. And um, uh, actually a man, uh, Fabrizio, uh, is a leader of uh, TEDx in Modena. And he is a, I can tell that he's a feminist. So my speech about violence against women was very uh, welcome there. And I really appreciate this experience. That's fantastic. I love that. Do you, um, we talk at Stellar Girl, we talk about um, celebrating other women. Um, we talk about women who have supported us and inspired us through our lives. And you, you've mentioned your mentor. Um, are there, other than, uh, other than her, has, has there been many females in your life that you'd like to talk about and share with all of our listeners um, that have championed you and your efforts and, and your life now here in the United States? Absolutely. I can tell that from my experience, uh, women are those who support supporting you as a female can tell that women are were those who were supporting me in the most turbulent moments of my life. So by some reason, often we are raised as competitors. I mean, in the United States, it's less, but in Ukraine, for example, like traditionally women, girls are raised as competitors and we see each other as competitors. And it's so wrong because for example, the white ribbon was gifted to me as an organization by a female from Poland. Then for example, right now I'm wearing a, if you can see a suit like with little cats here. Yes, yes. Uh, so, and like uh, the cats everywhere basically. So this is also a women owned brand uh, uh, called Art Ramos that uh, is uh, designed by a board member and the head of advisory board of White Ribbon in Ukraine. Uh, her name is Tatiana Ramos. She has this brand in Monaco in Italy and now bring it to the US. So I'm always surrounded by very talented, very powerful, uh, great, amazing women. And together as a team, we are making things happen because I would never be able to do anything alone on my own. And also, um, as you know, um, now we have a, a first female vice president yes. of the United States, Kamala Harris. Yes. So her epic words that I... Am the first one, but I promise you that I will not be the last one. So this is so true. And on my personal experience, I know how important it is to have uh, women in your team because together we are stronger. Yes, we, we should not see each other each other as a as competitors but as a supporters. Absolutely. We talk, that is what, that is our platform. Stellar Girl is a state of mind. It is a, a movement in a community to, to do exactly that, to hype each other up, to be there, to be co-elevators, to be co-inspirators. You've, I mean, today you've elevated all of your mentors um, today. So you've done your fair share of traveling. Um, has the, obviously the pandemic has changed that tremendously for everybody. Is there somewhere in particular that you um, miss visiting or that you can't wait to go back to? 
Oh my God, your questions are like amazing because everything that I wanted to talk about, you're basically asking like everything. So I uh, prepared here a, a little, uh, to show you like a little badge. It's actually, you can see, uh, you cannot really see clearly because of the uh, cover. So this is a uh, US department logo here, as you okay. can see, and white ribbon here. So okay. this is a, a badge that we uh, produced together with the US Department of Veterans Affairs for our joint campaign uh, that we launched in 2020. Uh, that is called White Ribbon VA Campaign. So um, uh, we wanted to launch this campaign publicly, officially with uh, events in Washington DC. And because of pandemic, we couldn't execute our original plan as we wanted, but uh, still the campaign went really successful even without no uh, in-person events or gatherings. Um, we had this campaign going in more than, I think, like 18 states. Okay. And uh, this year, we're going to have a um, new joint white ribbon campaign with the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, hopefully to cover more states this year. And uh, But um, even uh, we missed a part of the ceremonies and because uh, we really wanted to make it um, uh, nationwide and uh, well spread in the U.S., but hopefully that this year will be step uh, closer to our goals. And by the way, um, I can tell that um, we work with uh, Leela Jackson, who um, another great, amazing woman who uh, initiated from the VA side uh, a white ribbon, a joint white ribbon VA campaign. So here we go. Another woman Another from the from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, uh, Lila Jackson, is um, another great example of female power and female collaboration. So we're I'm very very grateful for this. That is, that is fantastic. So where could where could myself or all of our viewers um, pledge the white ribbon campaign? Is there obviously the website? Yeah. We have a website, it's called uh, whiteribbonusa.org mm -hmm. and uh, anyone who feels that he wants to support in this way or another can take a pledge online, can leave uh, uh, his or her details on our website. Uh, people can donate through our website. Uh, there is a list of um, programs that we want to do this year. Uh, one of them, for example, we want to shoot a short film about the Hague Convention and about those refugees, mothers and children who suffer the most from the Hague Convention. Again, it's a legislative imperfection that does not protect domestic violence victims. So there are a lot of amazing programs on our website that people can um, read about. We will definitely hi that, highlight that um, when we broadcast the um, interview absolutely on the channel. Um, so you, you mentioned um, the film that you are, are looking into producing, but you did already produce a short film called Reunited. This is the film that we're working on. Working on, so, okay. Yeah, so, so, uh, so I, uh, um, so White Ribbon is producing this short film and uh, there is a team of producers, uh, mostly comprised of women. Um, we have also on board a producer, Sheila Shah. She's uh, Iranian. She also experienced 
uh, gender-based discrimination in Iran, and she actually immigrated with her family to Canada. So this cause is very close to her heart as well. So another powerful female a producer, a film producer. Um, so we are in in a production stage because of due, due to COVID, the production uh, process was very uh, slowed down, and uh, we are still um, in the pre-production uh, process of this short film. And. It is very difficult even to travel to Canada. Um, my parents and my entire family still live up there. I haven't seen them for over a year. I'm used to seeing them every two or three months. Um, so, you know, even to be able to work with your colleagues up in Canada, that must be, you know, you can't, it, it makes it very difficult to travel just to Canada. You can get to Mexico easier, it seems. Right. And just in, in our case, because, um, our head office is in Toronto, but because the um, White Ribbon is decentralized campaign, so we don't actually like need to physically travel mm -hmm. uh, to Canada. Of course, it's very, very preferable, but um, at this point, we're so globalized and uh, the physical borders between countries becoming more and more transparent. So, um, so we, in our work, don't feel that much uh, the pandemic, uh, let's say damage caused by like a lack of traveling, but definitely we feel this damage on uh, our level of the U US because we cannot do any public events. Correct. We cannot uh, publicly present this campaign. And this is a brand new campaign for the United States. Even it has 30 years of uh, background history in the world is still brand new in the U.S. because if you show a white ribbon uh, somewhere in Texas or even in California, people will not know that it stands against domestic violence. Where can we get a white ribbon when we pledge on the website? Um, we gonna launch uh, th that again. This part was in fact uh, affected by a pandemic situation. Uh, we are uh, planning to open an online store where people can mm, buy uh, these white ribbon uh, uh, badges and the proceeds will go to the white ribbon USA and to our, our programs. But because of the uh, logistics issues, we couldn't deliver the whole amount uh, that will be enough for um, starting the online store, but hopefully we can um, manage this as well. That so very, very soon, like within hopefully a few months. I, I will check back to make sure that um, Stellar Girl and, and um, all of my female uh, Stellar Girls around me um, uh, pledge to the website and, and check you out for sure. So thank you so much. Let's get back a little bit about you were saying earlier about the, about the travel, but do you travel for, for leisure? Do you get to travel to, is there somewhere you miss to travel for enjoyment or a vacation? Um, Where would you like to the go? Truth, it, the last time I had vacation was um, four years ago. Wow. And, and I'm not joking because, because I was like uh, trapped in, um, in such an um, important workflow. And I really enjoyed doing that. But at the same time, it took all my time. So, I mean, I was traveling between the United States and Ukraine this whole time, basically. Okay. Uh, so because of pandemic, I, I basically rest in the United States. 
Well, it's beautiful but, in California where you live, so you can you can vacation. No around. complaints. No complaints about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm from Ukraine. I get used to a lot of snow, so um, to cold weather. So I have like zero complaints about being constantly in California. That's fantastic. I love that. So do you do? Um, we do talk about um, beauty. We talk about style. We talk about um, travel. We talk about supporting and championing each other. Um, let's talk about self-care. Do you have time? You said you're, you work so much. Do you have time to take some self-care? And if so, what, what does that look like for you? So I think that uh, for every uh, woman, for every girl, a self-care should be a must nowadays because we have so much stress yes. uh, around. We have a lot of expectations for ourselves. But we need to understand that respecting our body and doing certain rituals and routine on daily basis, that what keeps us going, right? Yes. So I start my day with a glass of water and a bunch of vitamins and mm -hmm. supplements. I think it's very important to keep our um, abilities of our body to, uh, to uh, deal with stress. Uh, so we have like uh, higher chances to deal with stress easier. So um, then I always, uh, because I work from home uh, a lot now, I keep at home um, uh, a lot of scented candles that create really nice ambient when you work. And those little uh, details around you create a, create a difference. And, and create uh, then, a sense of calm and peace. And maybe when you look at them, you can take a pause and um, remember um, and reflect on all the outstanding work that you are doing for White Ribbon. Um, it's absolutely phenomenal, your story. I, I so appreciate you speaking with all of us today. Do you get to enjoy um, any holopchi, verenike, uh, kubasa? Do you, do, you, do you miss any of that? Do you miss any of it? I miss I it. Do. I, I do. I do. Do, oh do you make it? Uh, probably we need to explain to audience that borscht is a traditional oh, Ukrainian soup that is a that, that has a, a deep purple color because it, it the main ingredient is beet. Beets. It's super delicious. My favorite. The, those are like little dumplings with the potatoes, with cabbages, mushrooms, like even uh, cherries. Oh. Then um, so. I actually, there are stores, uh, like Russian Ukrainian stores in uh, LA on Santa Monica Boulevard. So I buy pre-made uh, home, pre-made home food there. I, I, unfortunately, I don't have that much time to cook, but I definitely miss that someone will cook it for me. <laughs> I, I miss it too. I miss the kucha. I miss my, oh my God, kucha, I, I, yeah. yes, that, which is the wheat with the honey um, and the poppy seeds. Um, but yeah, I, I do miss all of that from my mom. So, wow. Well, I hope you get to Santa Monica Boulevard. There are no Ukrainian right. stores around me. Unfortunately, I have to make it myself or wait for my mom to come visit. <laughs> right. Well, thank you so, so much for joining me um, today, Veronica. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Your work is commendable. Um, your you know, right. I mean, we could go on and on. I know that we didn't even get to touch on, you know, your, what you're doing now with is you're doing some real estate. Um, you work with, you know, affordable housing projects. You're doing so much work. Let's, let's just touch base on that just quickly before we sign off. 
So uh, one of the largest issues uh, that California faced uh, recently is homelessness, issue that raised enormously during pandemic. And also um, very often homelessness uh, really borders with domestic violence. Yes. So um, I got myself a real estate uh, license, not to be an agent, but to understand more how I can help Uh, low-income families, single mothers with kids, not to find themselves on the streets. So I um, I am going for affordable housing now uh, projects and uh, um, White Ribbon uh, is um, now having this new direction um, as a um, nonprofit real estate developer. So we're not, um, we are not building yet the affordable housing buildings ourselves, but we are actively now looking into affordable housing buildings so we can create more um, spaces for low-income communities to actually have a a normal housing uh, opportunities. So that was the initial reason. And I was living in Hollywood and uh, it was, I moved out from Hollywood because it was dangerous already for me and my son to go in the evening to a grocery store across the street because of huge, enormous amount of homeless people over there. And um, by recent law in California, if you will be, um, if a homeless person will uh, steal something from you or from your car up to $1,000, they will not be punished for it. And I understand that it's very challenging for governance of California, but we as residents, we suffer uh, from it. So on my personal level, what I can do is to create more living spaces for low income communities, especially for single mothers who cannot afford a very expensive rent in California. So that is my motivation to uh, to go into affordable housing real estate. Well, that is another incredible. You have transcended your adversity um, and have come full circle and all you're doing is giving back. Your work is all giving back to the communities um, where you are and and to the world with White Ribbon. And I, 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 I pledged all of our, our, our listeners when, when we air um, to go visit whiteribbon.org, whiteribbonusa.org, um, and also um, look into the VA campaign that's up and coming. Um, and yeah. we can find you on Instagram, um, and we can find you at, um, as I said, at whiteribbonusa.org. And I really appreciate your time today, Veronica. It was an absolute pleasure virtually meeting you. And um, thank you so much for um, inspiring all of our listeners out there. Thank you so much, Terry. And I wish you the best of luck with this talk show because I think it's so much needed nowadays to uh, highlight more and more prominent women and you as a prominent woman yourself and a prominent businesswoman. Uh, you're highlighting other women. So great respect to you. And I really appreciate that you invited me to oh, your thank talk you. show. Thank you so, so much. Dobobachinya. Dobobachinya. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit that bell icon to be notified of new episodes. To learn more about the Stellar Girl Movement, please visit us at stellargirl.com.